0: All right, game week is here. Well, exhibition week is here. And uh, for Illinois basketball, Scott Ritchie tells us uh, it's a bad start.
1: Yeah, not great with Luke Goody fracturing a a bone in his foot in the not-so-secret scrimmage against Kansas. This is an old team that has some depth at guard and wing. Um, so maybe they can weather the time before Goody will
0: return. All right, Richie, will break it down, tell you why you shouldn't be so bummed out yet in this week's podcast, Inside a Line, not basketball. Come back after these messages. Hi, I'm Paul Rudy, CEO of Rudy Wealth Management and host of Paul Rudy's On the Money Radio Show. Every successful investor I've ever met continuously acted on a plan. Every failed investor I've ever met was constantly reacting to current events. Kind of good Monday morning, I guess. Not all a good, right, Scott Ritchie? You're just going to start off with some bad news to start this podcast.
1: Yeah, not a good Monday, or probably Sunday or Saturday, if you're Luke Goody. Um, suffered a fractured bone in his left foot during the quote-unquote secret scrimmage um, on Saturday against Kansas um, at Lindenwood in St. Louis. Um, he'll have surgery this Friday. Uh, no real timetable on when he might uh not return, but like debut you know this season. You know, the first game is in two weeks and he will not be available.
0: All right, that's Scott Ritchie, our award winning uh basketball beat writer, AP top twenty five voter, will go into his ballot which is due. Was due done. Came out last week. Yes. So your next ballot is although due. there
1: was a glitch in the A P system and I got an email like middle of last week. It's like you know, the deadline to submit your ballot is in 10 minutes so if you Oops. haven't done that and then <laughs> i got another one was like oh we're aware that the issue is you, know, you won't vote again for like three weeks but um yeah the almost obviously in you know, the top 25 putting mm-hmm. football and basketball ranked together um That's but, right uh, we're just we're just getting closer to like go time when things will actually you know matter because the preseason like this year it was i think just as more things change college basketball it's tougher to put together a preseason top 25 cuz the teams are so different. I did it. I went through the challenge and I this Sunday I will rank not just 25 teams but all 363 in division 1. Um so that'll be uh, something for
0: sure. All right, you were uh, you had Illinois on your ballot, of course. You had Houston number one, the only uh, voter for Houston. Did you get much love uh, from the folks down in Texas?
1: I did get some some love on social media. I believe I'm okay. now the king of Houston.
0: All right, it's a good thing, I guess. Um, that will uh, continue. You got an exhibition opener this week. We got all sorts of stuff to talk about. Let's start with the Lou Goody injury, though, and how that influences Illinois. Not knowing when he'll come back, how how big of a loss. Uh, is it, and who gets his minutes?
1: Well, it's kind of an interesting thing because on one hand, he's one of four returning scholarship players from a year ago. Um, on the other, Illinois you know, has stocked up on wings, and I think they can weather you know this injury maybe a little better than they could have um, you know previous seasons. Just because there are options. I mean, R.J. Melendez is back as well. Terrence Shannon Jr. is here now on the team so uh, they can make it through um i I imagine it'll just be a few more minutes for you know those guys maybe you know ty rogers who's going to play anyway just because of you know the versatility in his skill set and the fact he plays exactly like how brad underwood wants teams to play his his teams play just hard-nosed and making all the effort stuff. I think he could probably get a little more playing time early as a freshman just because Luke will be unavailable.
0: All right, so you're telling me if there were uh, to be an injury, this was the spot to have it. I suppose. Um,
1: now, like, Luke Goody is, like, one of the known shooters on the team. I mean, there's, you know, Sky Clark, Jaden Epps, known as shooters, but they haven't done it at the Division One level yet. You know, Luke shot 37% from three. You know, last year, in limited time, obviously, as a freshman, but you know, he went from being known as a shooter in high school to a, a known commodity um, in his first year of college. So we'll see what that means. Um, RJ Melendez probably got to shoot it. Well, he'll have to shoot it better anyway, but i uh, going to count on somebody else to make threes, at least early on.
0: All right. Uh, back to that scrimmage against Kansas at Lindenwood. Was disappointed it was not at uh, Concordia Seminary, and it's a fine gymnasium. I guess Lindenwood's a little more up to date. I get. I mean, it's not like they needed the
1: room because no one was okay. you know, allowed. But uh, Lindenwood, one of those 363 teams, all new, right, newly to D1 this year.
0: Yeah. What? Uh, what'd you hear? Give me the scoop.
1: Well, just the idea of this all being a secret kind of goes out the window when both teams tweet highlight videos afterwards. Um, like I know I was just, you know, corresponding with a guy that covers Kansas, and like Bill Self would barely even discuss the idea of the scrimmage, let alone like mention Illinois by name in the last few weeks. Um, and then there's highlight video, but um, Coleman Hawkins played well. R.J. Melendez, I believe, it did as well. Terrence Shannon, um, it's kind of funny because both teams had a Texas Tech transfer, Terrence Shannon, Illinois, Kevin McCuller at Kansas, and both played really well. Um, they obviously left Texas Tech kind of both just to maybe – get more of a primary role because, you know, the tech thing is, is just going to be like five dudes averaging between 10 and 12 points. Um, so both of the both guys played well. Um, Sky Clark I think has to be good for Illinois this year for them to maybe reach their full potential. And if you want to base it on a very regimented sort of choreographed scrimmage um, that didn't count and – no one was supposed to know about, then maybe all my fans should be feeling pretty good because it turns out I think he played really well.
0: That is against the defending champions, uh, mind you. Yes, let's the rain- reigning. Let's remember that. This the reigning champs. Uh, it's not Northwestern. This is not Drake.
1: Drake's actually got a pretty good team.
0: Don't, please. Drake, don't, don't I no would. go Rutgers on me. Scott Drake Ritchie. is
1: better than Northwestern. I'll, there, I'll say it. <laughs> um, Tucker DeVries, he's all right. one of my top 100 returning players.
0: What goes on this week uh, ahead of uh, what a Friday night opener,
1: so I mean it's sort of like a real game week. Um, is teams can either play two secret scrimmages, two exhibitions, or one of each. And your Brad right Underwood is chosen mostly to do one of each because you get the scrimmage against. You know, a really good team, like Kansas, but then you get also get an exhibition where you can just get them, the players used to, like, what a game day will be, um, all of that experience. So um, I think they'll treat this week as maybe just, like, as they'll treat the run-up to the opener on November 7th against EIU. Just because now it's time to maybe kind of focus in on, you know, all these details. And then they'll play Quincy on Friday night, and fans will get a first chance to to see the team, they'll see him before I see him because I'll be in Nebraska
0: for a fairly big football game now. Uh, Illinois in, uh, in control, I would say of the Big Ten West. Who th- who who think that we'd be talking football this weekend as the bigger game?
1: I mean, I, even against an exhibition, in most years the exhibition basketball right. game would have been you know, the the leading conversation starter, but. Yeah, Illinois football is ranked number 17 in the nation, jumped up a spot to, despite not playing. Um, so they can thank some teams for losing, and they can thank some of their Big Ten West rivals for also losing on Saturday, and that put Illinois firmly in the driver's seat for a Big Ten West title. Like, they could wrap it up, I think, if they went if they went out through their home finale against I guess against Purdue, like they they can clinch it.
0: All right. It'll be a fun time in Indianapolis. Anybody who's been there for that uh, shindig, it's quite a weekend. Uh, the folks at Indy always do things right in the Big Ten Tournament Championship game. Big Ten Championship game. No exception. So uh, that'd be a pretty cool thing uh, to make. We'll know more, uh, of course, this weekend. Scott Ritchie, as he said, is headed to Nebraska with Bob Osmus and Anthony Zillis, our team. they will see Ed Bond there. See Brian Barnhart, say hi, maybe go out for a beer.
1: well, that they, weird yeah. that
0: weird pizza that Osmussen gets every time he goes back <laughs> to his hometown. um I forget what the name of it is they yeah.
1: have Ed and Brian have slightly different travel plans.
0: they get to fly, yeah, but you get to see the beautiful parts of this country, Scott Ritchie.
1: I mean, I've seen those parts. <laughs> that's a great trip I, I've made that this trip time before. of year it's a
0: great trip, I would argue, not in the winter, but now good scenic. Beautiful. You get to love America, Scott Ritchie.
1: It's like I driving just, to Eureka. I just I love the landscape in Western Iowa. <laughs> wow. Uh,
0: back to basketball as Ritchie again taking this conversation to the football. Gosh, I should route. be reprimanded. I should be reprimanded. <laughs> uh, you got Quincy. What do we need to know? Uh, Bruce Douglas gonna suit up? <laughs> uh, they'd be. Uh, they'd probably be better
1: with him. I know Bruce is um, a little older. Than the typical Quincy basketball player, but he's probably still just as good. I think you know D two program. Like, I mean, if Illinois doesn't win by thirty, is it a disaster? No, but um, shouldn't be an issue. All
0: right. What do think? What are we talking about on Saturday morning then? If you um, if you're not worried about the competition, what storylines you think will pop up?
1: Well, I think it's how does Sky Clark look? I mean. I think a lot of the conversation, or at least earlier, will be around the freshman point guard because he's the freshman point guard and he's going to play. Um, and, again, not to put everything on his shoulders, but if he's good, I think Illinois can tap into all that it potentially could be you know, this season. But um, I mean, after seeing the, the moments that Coleman Hawkins was really good last year um, – hearing that he you know played well in the scrimmage. I think people will be looking to him because he's, of the returning players, he had the most playing time, he has the most experience. And, again, if he can be at his best, I think Illinois you know, will be undoubtedly in the Big Ten you know, title hunt just for all that he can do. And, of course, it's the new guys, Terrence Shannon. Matthew Meyer um be one to watch because, you know, obviously, he got here late in the summer, missed – whatever was left because he was dealing with a back injury, which has kind of lingered into the, the starter practices. Um, but he did play in the scrimmage. Um, just kind of see where he's at. And if a new location, new coaching staff, new team, just new situation altogether can, again, bring maybe bring out the best in him because there were, I think, some pretty lofty expectations on him at Baylor last season. You know, he finally was in a place where, He had a a bigger role, and uh, his efficiency kind of dropped across the board. He just didn't have the season that uh, a lot of people in Waco, maybe that covered the Big 12, were anticipating. So I think there's maybe a little something for him to prove as well.
0: All right. Scott Ritchie writes every morning at 6 a.m. AlanaHQ.com. He's been doing that for, what, about 15 years? Feels like it. Yeah, it does. Great stuff as usual. Check that out. Listen to him on radio. Um, follow him on Twitter, all that good stuff. As uh, his pace will hard to believe will only pick up now that basketball starts.
1: Yeah, and then you know what's usually just been a November crossover with football and basketball will extend into December. That's great. And Potentially even
0: early January. Ed Bond said, just verified, yes, there will be a January game. I didn't know that. We might as well get that online, (laughs) quickly. Breaking news. Ed Bond says, January football game. Who knew?
1: The way Illinois is trending, though, like they'll get one of the the New Year's adjacent bowls.
0: All right, uh, news coming out this morning about uh, divisions and such uh, moving forward with the Big Ten. But that's football. Again, Scott Ritchie. We're talking basketball. How dare I? All right, there's no divisions. Will there be? No. Although I mean as the Big Ten
1: expands I mean you already don't play everyone twice anyway, so I guess it's not gonna change that much with USC and UCLA on board, but I don't know, at some point I don't know, maybe there'll be pods. Mm-hmm. It'd be kind of that's kind of a football thing, but
0: Okay. Speaking of the Big Ten, uh of course everybody gearing up uh toward the season. What uh what are you hearing? Who's having good preseasons, who's having bad preseasons?
1: Well, I mean, if you ask Jim Boeheim about this, because for some reason he was asked a question about the Big Ten at ACC Media Day, he's like, does it even matter because the Big Ten sucked in the tournament anyway." Mm-hmm. Well, he's not wrong; he's talking facts. Um, but I mean, no one, I don't, no coach will ever come out and say like he did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no Big Ten coach will say, yeah, "Terrible preseason. Yeah, we're just just not coming together." Um, I think some teams are falling a little behind. I mean, like Minnesota, I think will struggle again. Some I, I like their pieces, but they had two of their players tear their ACLs in you know late summer. Um, Isaiah Ennen, who's hurt again. Oh gosh, Parker Fox was, They're both hurt again. Like they, um, so. That's a setback, but I mean, they've got some interesting pieces. A young guy like um, Pharrell Payne could come in and play right away because of those injuries. I I like him. He was, If you saw the News Gazette this weekend, Weekend Extra, the top 100 freshmen in college basketball, he was on it. Uh, All four Illini freshmen were on it as well. Um, Yeah, Rutgers, as much as you hate to hear it, getting some love in the Mm. preseason. Totally Steve Peichel driven because he's a good coach. Um, Iowa, Wisconsin. I think the expectation is both teams take a dip because you know lose Keegan Murray, lose Johnny Davis. It's tough. I think Iowa might be a little better suited to handle that than Wisconsin. But we thought that about Wisconsin last year. Maybe every year it's like this team on paper can't possibly be good. Then they you know win a share of the Big Ten title. Um, Chucky Hepper and Tyler Wall have to do a lot. For them to be good, but um, it could happen. I mean, it just always seems to happen.
0: Why do I have Ohio State surprising a
1: lot of people? I mean, it's probably because, like Illinois, their whole team is almost new. I mean, they bring back Zed Key, and Justice Suing is healthy again. And then it's basically transfers and freshmen. Um, I like them. I think all of their additions are pretty good. Um, Chris Holtman's a good coach. So I think in this era of college basketball, where the roster's is new every year, like they got the pieces to be good. It's just a matter like Illinois has the pieces to be good. It's a matter matter of it all coming together.
0: All right, keep an eye on those exhibition games. They start playing out this week, right? Has someone played? Did I see someone play already, or am I imagining that? There m- might have been because I mean, if teams choose
1: to play two exhibitions, then they right. would have played one okay. this weekend.
0: All right. Uh, news of Kofi uh, Coburn finding a place to play basketball.
1: Yeah, he's gonna play in Japan um, this season.
0: That's not Utah.
1: Last so, I checked. But it's <laughs> certainly not Utah. Maybe as it's almost as far from Utah as you can get. Um, yeah, and he had a r- tough road to sticking with the Jazz from draft night, essentially. I mean, or just after the draft. You know, signed his obviously not guaranteed contract. Um, and then they trade Rudy Gobert. They get Walker Kessler back in the deal, first round pick, seven footer, really good defender. That seemed like over the offseason they just signed every possible like large human being they could. And like when Micah Potter of Wisconsin and Ohio State fame, like, sort of, signed a two way deal, it was like, okay, that. Kofi's done Um, so he'll head to Japan it's a good league not the best league internationally Um, but some other former line I have played in Japan been successful Nana Agwu played actually his last two years that he played uh, we're both in Japan Ravante Rice played in Japan um, for one season as well so I mean, he'll get his professional feet wet, and then maybe, you know, advance from there somewhere else. I don't know.
0: It remains a mystery to me, Scott Ritchie, how someone so dominant at the college level can be cast aside so quickly at the pro level. I just don't get it.
1: Well, everyone in the NBA is really good.
0: Micah you- Potter. Come on.
1: Well, I mean, he signed a two-way deal. That doesn't mean he's going to be on the it's better actual than a, jazz roster. It's
0: better than a trip to Japan. Micah Potter?
1: Here's the thing. He's got a little versatility. Maybe not a ton, but more than Kofi. Um, I mean, if you look in the NBA, there are just not that many guys like Kofi anymore. And if they are that old-school, traditional, big, back-to-the-basket Have to feed him in the post to get him touches. Guy, like, they're fill, like, sort of very specific backup roles. And that was always going to be the case for Kofi because, like, he wasn't just going to turn into a three point shooter out of nowhere. I mean, maybe that can happen as, because he's still young. His career can progress because you look at a guy like Brooke Lopez, was that traditional? type center now he's not like a great shooter but he sh- showed kind of late in his career that he could stretch the floor at least a little bit and not be a you know just completely one dimensional um so there's time for kofi he's 22 i think still um uh, he had, he had a chance know. to go to japan and probably put up big numbers
0: all right who's kofi yelling at right now saying why did you make me turn pro why I could be back at Illinois making good change with NIL, be a part of a team that could win it all. Well,
1: it was his decision at the end. I mean, based I'm just on saying, the advice, He got some, he he got got some advice. Some. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not sure who's in Kofi's inner circle because as soon as the season was over, he was really starting to
0: move this Sick direction. Second college.
1: I mean, maybe as you know, Cardell Jones, former Ohio State quarterback maybe maybe Kobe was just tired of playing school. Um and, th- and that can be part of it. Like that's there's a lot asked of college athletes okay. which I mean should be like education's a big deal and hopefully he comes back and finishes de- his degree, but I think he was ready to just be a pro. But I hope there was someone in his circle that said this possibility could exist for yeah. you. Like the not just a
0: paved easy road to the the NBA. Hey, he's getting paid to play basketball. How about that? Success yeah, and story like in he'll my mind.
1: Get to experience a new culture yeah. in Japan. Like could be very interesting.
0: Yep. Uh, the other recent uh, product, Io, uh, a little better outcome. Uh, starting point guard for the Bulls had a great opener. Maybe a, a second game, and they played tonight again. Yeah, and
1: Io's benefited from Lonzo Ball just not being able to stay healthy. Um there's other injuries last year that really got him, you know, into the rotation and he proved obviously in his rookie year, he was all rookie second team that, you know, he could compete at that level. Can you mention he played terrifically in the opener um like he's a legit NBA pro and because he was a second round draft pick sign a shorter deal he's making himself more money every time he puts up you know a good performance cuz he will be in you know looking at that next contract stage here soon and i think you know, the bulls would have to do everything they could to try to keep him i mean like the hometown kid does good is like a huge thing
0: all right, uh, that's uh, Scott Ritchie, of course. What give me some uh, recruiting news uh, before I let you out of the the podcast booth, or some data? If you all know you're getting you're getting excited because I am. Well, let's, let's wait some for the secret scrimmage data. No, there's Okay, you don't have that yet. All right.
1: well, we'll let the game start before we you know really dive okay. into the data. But you know, on the recruiting front, obviously it's a week ago, but it happened after the podcast. But ZZ Clark decommitted in class of 2024, younger brother of Sky. I mean, I don't think it's a big deal. And there was, like, some brief discussion that he, that ZZ might try to reclassify uh, into the 2023 class. Um, Illinois obviously has a commit from Dre Gibbs-Lawhorn in that class at point guard, so maybe that option didn't exist, and he's going to try and find some place that could happen. Or he just wanted to make sure, like, it was he was making his choice for him and maybe not just to, for the the odd chance that he could play with his brother at some point. But um that's twenty twenty four class, so there's obviously still time for Illinois to, you know, boost you know, his class there. They had some visitors on campus last not this past weekend, they just happened with the weekend before with Merez Johnson, um, Melvin Bell from St. Rita as well. And then in that twenty twenty four class, another point guard in state um, Carlos Harris from Curie plays on Main Streets. I think Illinois staff's pretty high on. Um, big time visitor this weekend, though. James Brown, uh, St. Rita, again, as Illinois has offered essentially their entire starting lineup. But uh, class 24, 2024, forward center, um, top 30 prospect. Illinois is like all in to just keep that St. Rita front court together. James Brown, Mraz Johnson in um, Champagne. So we'll see what happens there. But they've got the brand new oven to take him through. I thought it was interesting, uh, as got a chance to tour oven, you know, Brett Underwood talked about like they like closed off the locker room and locked it up in the training room, pre renovated oven, just because it didn't look great anymore. So now they show them, all, show the recruits everything. Like they get the full mm-hmm. tour, get to see all of the all the bells and whistles that are really geared towards what Brett Underwood says his program's about, and that's development. Um, and you mentioned, like, if you want to get better as a basketball player, that you can do that at Illinois. You know, he's
0: putting his recruiting pitch through us there. But Pick up your Sunday print edition for uh, Scott Ritchie's uh, tour of Ubbin. Uh, we'll have that photo gallery posted sooner than later interesting stuff it wasn't quite done and uh, there'll be some tinkering to it
1: yeah i mean there's a lot of finishing touches um that needed to be complete you know part of it was just you know, painting some of the walls of bright underwood's office um the, the main piece that's not hasn't even really started yet is their recovery lounge slash spa where I mean, they're gonna have a hyperbaric chamber a infrared sauna cryotherapy chamber um zero gravity chairs like it's just science man it's crazy
0: back in my day it was a six-pack of bush <laughs> <laughs> on a lounge chair and a big tv yeah when you had a tough game that's changed yeah apparently. i'm not sure um i don't know if it's changed for the better i gotta i gotta be truthful well,
1: you know i'm not sure adam fletcher or palmer johnson who's the dietitian, uh, is putting bush light yeah. I said Bush.
0: Oh, Bush. Bush had the hard stuff. Uh,
1: gold top. <laughs> I'm not sure that's on like the menu at am Pretty sure, actually, I'm fairly 100% positive it's not. Mm.
0: Man, has that changed. All right. What else to look forward to, uh, Sky? You said this official visit uh, this weekend, you know, without a football game in town. So you're going to go to the. Well, I'm not sure it. if
1: it's an official or an unofficial, okay. but he'll, James Brown will,
0: is supposed okay. to be on campus. Put him on the bench, let him call a player or two. That'd be impressive.
1: Yeah, sure. I, that might not be legal. Okay, but.
0: well, you, there are things still illegal, is what you're telling me? In
1: theory, <laughs> yes. Including a lot of what is happening with NIL, but it doesn't seem like anyone cares.
0: All right, uh, again, Richie's going to be out in Nebraska, but he'll keep it out. Who's covering the game for us?
1: Uh, Joe Vaselli. Oh, fill in, the women's the basketball
0: aspiration. beat writer, yeah. who is going to have plenty to write about himself this year. I keep seeing Shauna Green knocking the socks off audiences left and right. And yeah, she's she, um, she's got a recruit too.
1: It's got a couple commits already in the 2023 class. Um, so we'll see. I mean, the bar is not high for Shauna Green to clear, but yeah, there's really nothing to do but go up for go. Illinois women's basketball.
0: All right, uh again pick up this Sunday's print edition if you want to see where your favorite division one team falls in the nationwide rankings. It's most <laughs> most top twenty five voters stop at twenty five, but not our boy Richie.
1: No, it's uh it's daunting. I'm just gonna
0: You're not done yet? Tell me you've started yet. I I've started,
1: <laughs> but like Getting to 100, that's easy. Like I, I could, I could tell you the top 100 teams, like 200 through 365. Um, one, I don't know if, there, if there's any good way to arrange those teams. It's like, okay, you're going to be slightly better in a slightly worse conference. I don't know. It's
0: You're going to anger a lot of people in the 200s. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How about that?
1: Yeah, uh, I'm sure. Um, uh, we mentioned Lindenwood off the top. Uh, they're going to be real close to the bottom. All right. Don't
0: sell them short. Um, I'm selling them for exactly what. It's they're where the worth. football Cardinals used to train back in the day, Lindenwood, right? Jim Hart, Conrad Dobler, <laughs> I don't Bakken, know. I don't know who Dierdorf, those people. Oh, there, I know. Oh, Gray, all those guys, Wood. You said one that I knew. There we go. I have a kid going to school at Western Kentucky. Uh, Shaq was on campus over the weekend as part of the homecoming festivities. How about that? Well, he Shaq. was there spinning records, apparently throwing concerts. Oh, DJ Hilltoppers, yeah. Something uh, for Illinois to strive for. You had mentioned a couple weeks ago you'd like to see a return of something to kick off the season. Maybe bring Shaq in.
1: And Brad Underwood has talked sort of like just loosely about that, but like it would have to be like an event of some sort, like just not just a practice. Like they ha- they'd have to have Shack coming in and DJ. Um, speaking of Western Kentucky. okay, they're going to be pretty high. All right, in
0: the rankings, I like them. Well, there that you cheered me up. All right, Scott Ritchie, keep up the great work. Uh, Have fun on your trip to Nebraska. Looking forward to more basketball coverage, and we'll talk to you next Monday.